0: Episode Dude and Tyler sit down with our favorite golfer JD as he brings in some Jack Daniels Sinatra select for them to taste. We also share some new shark stories, so tune in to find out what we think on this episode of The Bourbon Hunters. But before we get started, do you want to support our podcast? Do you like bourbon gear? Visit our website at www.bourbonhunters.com to buy some of our custom bourbon gear and support the podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to the Bourbon Hunters. I am Duke Paul. I'm joined by... And?
1: There it is. How do you
0: spell that last name? No, 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 don't, don't tell people. Don't. You, don't oh, people yeah. don't. you don't want people to know. Yeah. Um Alright, so uh we just got done golfing. We did. Yeah. That was fun. Nine holes. I uh ten if you can, I shot yeah. a great score for eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A
2: fantastic score. I would
0: have been about ten each. under if I was uh, shooting eighteen.
2: Yeah. Um we played at Tartan Fields where uh um, we were allowed to play, um, it's a, a very nice country club here in, uh, Columbus and beautifully capped. And, uh, we got a little bit of rain on us, uh, especially the first hole we got, we got shit on. That didn't bother me. Um, I didn't mind that so
0: much. No, but it just. It's better it f- than a hundred degrees. Yeah. No breeze. It was
2: cool out. It was, it yeah. was fucking a great day, but that, that first hole just kind of, when, you're unprepared for it, and it just all of a sudden starts shitting on you. You're just like, fuck, I just, I just want to finish the hole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me so much. Yeah. But uh, thanks for having us on the course. What that did you end a- up
1: with? What did you shoot? 43. Oh, nice. Yeah. I had to count a couple penalties. You know, I lost yeah. two balls.
0: I had a 43 after four holes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't shoot that I shot poorly, a 55,
1: but...
2: which I never... I didn't certainly didn't play like that. Um, How many
0: mulligans does that count?
1: Uh, snack balls, breakfast balls. I don't think I
2: took balls. any of my mulligans.
0: You mean count them in your score?
2: Yeah. Okay. No, like, um,
0: well, what about the one you hit two into the water?
2: I, I still took the drop on the other side of it.
0: On the other side, so <laughs> yes. so not a legal drop.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hit it in the water and took the uh, took a. It was like, okay, Mulligan hit again right into the water. And I was like, fuck it. I'll just take three on the other side.
0: Well, so I mean, on the other side. is this
2: the yeah. par three, number six? No, no, it was like no that one I took, or something. A, I took a penalty on okay. two. Yeah, I took a... I mean, I, anytime that I'm out of bounds and can't hit it, I'm taking a penalty. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we had a couple of, like... I'm trying to think of... I thought the second hole I might have taken a Mulligan, but, I, I, again, I don't know if I i yeah. used it or not but
0: i used a few mulligans i don't know that.
2: it was the best the best driving day of my life i think yeah
0: you were killing the ball off the tee uh, i was really surprised uh, surprised how straight you yeah. were hitting
2: and i played with jd a couple of times and none of the days were like that so if i can just kind of pair some of the other things i don't think i i chipped particularly well on and
0: um were I mean, tough. tough putting it all together yeah. that's the whole trick yeah. right yeah. you'll have a day where you putt well and everything else is shit. Yeah, Your short game's good, but your drive sucks. Putting's okay. And it just never, it never yeah. lines up, unless you play yeah. all the time.
1: Well, I don't yeah. think there's ever any round you're going out and playing with friends that you're just focused and zoned in trying yeah. to shoot your best game. Yeah.
2: Okay. And I have a very hard time of, like, you've talked about it with me as, as far as, like, a pre-shot routine and being there, yeah. like... Uh, I have a very hard time with that, and like really kind of analyzing and taking my time on every shot. Like I, I do to an extent, but like, you know, not like you really should.
0: Well, I mean, you have a pretty good happy feet routine right before you hit the ball. Do I? You you sashay a little bit, yeah. A there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, movement and. Movement. But I'm not like
2: shimmying uh, and what What's his name? Um, that he just won uh, the Open, I think. That has like the fucking 17 waggles before a shot
1: Wyndham clark yes Wyndham, Wyndham- clark yes.
2: he literally like does this like fucking 20 times uh, before what, every my shot my dad
0: before every shot would do that he'd w- wiggle his ass move his feet around and then he would start what would look like it was backswing then he would stop and then swing above the ball put it back start and then swing above the ball and then and then he would finally take his real backswing but it was it was a good 1 minute set up and I'm just like come on and then he'd yell at us for not golfing fast enough when people were pushing from behind I'm like dad you're the one taking like it's you a minute every time you set up to the ball like come on like you know where you're going
2: that's fucking good
0: but I mean he was a good golfer he always golfed really well this was the first time I've actually golfed on a course in four years like I've been Um, playing top golf and stuff like that but
2: you 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 golfed for my uh diaper party in that might have been the last time you golfed what yeah you, you golf with us for my diaper party at, at thorn apple and that was
0: oh i did that was like 2019 2020 was it okay yep. so it's been June. over three years yeah yeah all right i wasn't too far off but before that it was with my dad in 2019 in march
2: yeah um well especially playing a hard course you know, you, you can't ask for a better day than that. Yeah, I mean, really. Thornapple's not
0: really golfing either. I mean, no. you slice it, you're on the next fairway over. You can save your yeah, you save your hole still. The, I mean,
2: whenever, whenever you know, I shot a 46 there last week, and I was like, it just feels dirty. It feels dirty, and like my, <laughs> you know, my friends were like, "Oh, that's a pretty good round." I'm like, "Is it though?" Yeah, that's bogey golf, and there, it's pretty fucking bad.
0: I mean, that's still good. Yeah, but. You're there's, not. You're not punished for being not accurate. You're
2: never in the sand. You're rarely in the water. Right. Like there's no. You're not losing balls. Like and again, you're right. Like the I had a fucking great shot when I played at Thornapple the other day, where I fucking sliced into the other fairway and then hit a monster seven iron back on. And uh, I swear to God, I, I fucking hit it like 190.
0: So this is my this is my outlook on playing a course like Thornapple. It's there's nothing wrong with it. To me, it's like in CrossFit, if you can lift all the weights and you can do all the movements and all that stuff, you do it RX. Right? Yeah. Today we played RX. Yeah. But Thornapple is like. Level, level two it's yeah. like scaling yeah you know you, but it, you don't a, have the sand you don't have the trouble you don't have all the trees all that stuff i mean it's it's, it's still great, golf it's still giving well, it's you a, practice you're getting better and
2: thornapple is a very long course playing from the whites yeah. it's 6900 yards which yeah, is it's, it's a decently what, long course where where what we played from the golds what it what was the golds Do you know it's
1: about 68 70
2: yeah so it, it's it's fucking long um i i will say that that's what but, she said yeah um, and the other thing, it, it's a really good place to work on your actual, like not situational golf, but like your actual swing, um, and, and making good consistent contact Yeah. when mm-hmm. you, you brought this up at Thornet or, um, at Tartan today is like every shot, like the ball is, you know, you're, you're either the ball is above you, below you, you know, um, and that's up in your stance below as based off of like being on a hill and that, that
1: fucking shit
0: if you don't know how to hit those balls, like yeah. like you were asking that one on the down, it was a number downhill lie, yeah. But the ball was a little above your feet, and what was it? Number eight.
1: Number nine. Number, number nine.
0: Three. Yeah. And you were asking, you know, JD, like, like, hey, how do I set this up? And I mean, you're right. If most people hit it like they normally would, the thing would have probably started off right, come back a little bit left. But yeah. you gave him away kind of around that, and he still pushed it right.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I I definitely pushed it right, but I actually made really good contact. You did. With it, it sounded good. Like, it was good. fucking. It was nice and flush. Um, but it just came out to the right, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, my biggest issue is I just, it's one thing sitting at top golf, hitting a mat. And even if you hit it fat, it slides through and you still make good contact, you know, there because of how nice the grounds are kept and it's soft. And you're, if you hit early and you hit it fat, you're taking a chunk of grass with it and you're not making contact with the ball. Um, and because of that, I know that in my head, I was hitting thin almost every shot. And I don't know if I was subconsciously lifting up just a little bit right before contact or or what I was doing, just setting up wrong or what, but I was hitting a lot of balls thin. And and that's what you don't get going to a place like Top Golf is that situational like lie. You know, and you're not getting a true hit through the ball if you if you hit it fat, you're still hitting it and possibly getting good contact. But well, that's,
1: that's the thing about mats. Um, yeah. It's a deceiving good. Right. Yeah. Um, you could be practicing a bad swing and not even realizing it because when we were there the last time, I, I hit a few fat, but they still went to the target yeah. I was hitting to. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you do that in a real golf course. It's going to slow down your swing because you're making contact with the grass. You might stay open. You might, you know, chunk it not even get contact with the ball. And I just... And it's funny because back when I used to play all the time, I would swing down into the ball and I would get good contact, a nice backspin, and I was I'd hit him pretty true usually. Yeah. And My biggest issue has always been my driver. And it got to a point where I was like just hitting my 3 iron off the tee cuz I could hit it 215 220, yeah. just hitting that. And you're like, well, you know, I'm like why do I need to drive? To hit a 300, you know, yard drive that actually only goes 150 because it slices 150 yards to the yeah. right. <laughs> you know? I mean, so I'd rather take a lesser hit and this, have a manageable shot.
2: So you want to dive in here?
0: Yeah. So uh, we haven't even said what we're doing yet, right? Oh. So we've got Jag Daniels in front of us. We've got uh, one of our original barrel picks from Bourbon Enthusiast yeah, which is that we had, which is phenomenal. Awesome. There were two different bottles in that same pick. You got one. I got both. Yeah. Um, I remember it being outstanding. It is. We're using this, and I know it's kind of a backwards primer, but we're using this a little bit of a primer for the real treat today, hopefully, which yep. is the Jack Daniel's uh, Sinatra Select, which I've never had before. Yep. And, and uh, JD brought that for uh, us to uh, to to drink. So, um,
2: so this right off the bat, the yeah. Nose, talk about the nose, yeah. To me, is brown sugar oatmeal, um, and it's not just brown sugar, like it's it, you know the the oatmeal kind of um, uh, breadiness to it at the same time.
0: So I get on the nose, I get some Brown sugar. I get, um, almost like a cherry cola or something. Like yeah. it's a weird, yeah. uh, cherry cola type of thing for me. Um, and then I get, I definitely get a little bit of the, uh, the spiciness, like the, the alcohol, I think, um, it is a higher proof. What is this one? 29.2. One thirty point nine. One thirty. that was so close.
2: Well, for our being for this being a primer, yeah, yeah it's showing
0: up. Well, it's going to clear the sinuses for us. Yeah, which for is sure. nice.
2: So for sure, um, and we're again kind of doing this backwards because the Sinatra is a ninety proof. Right,
0: right. But we but, wanted to get something in before we, re- we- The Sinatra is really what this is about. So yeah. we just wanted to hit something here before. So I know you you knew a little bit about the Sinatra pick before we get to it. Whatever you uh, know about it. I've got some stuff poured up too, so I'll let you introduce it if you want since you brought it.
2: What do you, JD, have you, you know, as we're priming this one, what do you think?
1: I think this uh, pick is exceptional. Yeah. Very good. I I get like those uh, caramels with the vanilla cream inside on Mm. the nose. Mm. Maybe a touch of like a a monkey bread, baked monkey bread. Ooh. That's not bad.
0: That's a good. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, on the nose. Yeah. Now, what's interesting to me.
2: That second that second swig is amazing.
0: Yeah, so I've had a couple of drinks already. The, the nose to me is in your face a little bit, not in a bad way. Um, but it, it doesn't have the complexity on the nose, in my opinion, that the, that the drink, like on the palate, holy cow. I've had three drinks now, and I've gotten three different experiences on the palate so yeah. far. So the first one, I had a really interesting finish of like cherry cola on the back of the tongue. But since then, it's been like... Vanilla, uh Werler's original, um like brown sugar, like a whole mixture of stuff on the tongue. Like that it's it's I've gone through the whole gamut of everything you could probably taste on a on a bourbon. Yeah. And it's all good. It's not like none of it's like a, a bad or a, a funky or anything sure. like that. It's just really good.
1: It's a great pick. There's nothing stringent about that. Right. Great pick.
2: <clears throat> all right. Should we should we dive into this? Sinatra damn
0: not, not yet I'm still enjoying this so let's talk about the Sinatra though before we get to it So did you want to do a little song and dance or you got uh
1: yeah I can talk a little bit about the Sinatra select um, it's uh, it was created to signify the relationship between Jack Daniels and Frank Sinatra back when Frank was in his heyday um, he kept a cabinet full fully stocked of Jack Daniels it was kind of like a relationship that they had and he everywhere he went. He took Jack with him. Nice. And back then it was 90 proof. You know, their flagship now is 80 proof, mm-hmm. um, old number seven. And uh, so this is more of a, uh, back then with the barrels, they would slice them open to where they would have that char, but then they'd also have the toasted oak also exposed. So it t- it's touching and char and toast. Mm, very cool. Giving it a more mellow, you know, feel. Nice.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, like you said, this is supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, I guess an homage to uh, Frank Sinatra. Um, they say smoothest Sinatra on the on the site, which is, you know, a uh, funny kind of uh, way to to do that. Um, I'll tell you though that I've never had the Sinatra Select. Um, I've I'm not a fan. I shouldn't say I'm not a fan. I'll drink Jack Daniels old old number seven. I'll drink it, and I'm like, when you go some places, sometimes that's all they have. And it's like vodka or they have Jack Daniels or they have some special drink that's, you know, at that event or something. Um, I do I went to a murder mystery one time actually and and Jack Daniels was what they had. So I drank Jack Daniels that night and it's it's fine. It's it's a I sippable hate it. I mean I mean it's a sippable uh, that and bean. They're they're just you know, they're shelfers. They're they're low to mid level shelfers and if that's all they have, I'd rather have that than anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, and they're drinkable you can add them with ice you know mellows it down a little bit more but i I've, i'll drink it and have no problem drinking it sure um the, do i, do the I prefer proof, it will i pick it do i have one do i have a standard jack daniels sitting on my shelf in the back no the, i don't i never barrel keep proof, it right that's what I was. i, I say. don't think i've ever had a bad one yeah any of the barrel proof ones i've had so far have been phenomenal yeah and that's what we're having right now Uh, this is a bourbon enthusiast i think it's the first bourbon enthusiast barrel pick he did with jack daniels and he did two in the same one and uh i'll tell you you're right i've never had a bad barrel proof single barrel from jack daniels they've been every one of them have been really good for different reasons Mm -hmm. um and i i mean it's what sold me on jack daniels as being good whiskey to begin with it's like okay all right, this is this is actually really good because I kind of just didn't care about Jack Daniels until this came out, sure. and he sang James from Bourbon Enthusiast sang the praises of this pick so much that we that we all bought it. Yeah, and uh, I'm so glad I did because it sure. kind of changed my perspective on Jack Daniels. Yeah, so um, but well,
1: yeah, what word is synonymous with Jack? I mean, Coke. Yeah, Jack and Coke. Everybody says Jack and Coke. Yeah, and so with that flagship. Well, that's a lot of uh,
0: everyone's first entry into whiskey Mm -hmm. or bourbon. You know, in my opinion. Um, Yeah. So, this is just outstanding. Yeah, I keep drinking it, and this is so I talk about this a lot all the time on the show. And for me, a good bourbon is one that you can drink for an entire evening. And it keeps telling a different story as you drink it. It doesn't just get flat as you drink it more. It's got complexity that I feel like the second glass, the third glass, the one that puts you to sleep, the fourth glass will still be telling a different story as you are drinking it throughout. It's
2: so good, yeah, it is.
0: It's, it's outstanding. Um, and this is one that, yeah, I could sit, I could sit down with all night long and continue drinking it.
1: Absolutely. You
0: know, there are some, there are some bourbons that I really enjoy, but that second, that second glass just doesn't keep telling the story it, it's yeah. like okay we, we've gotten flat now so i move on to something else this is one i could stick with all night
1: it evolves
0: yeah I, I mean the more you drink it the more you're the more it's opening up on your palate and that's that's what i love about bourbon and to me that with mouthfeel and stuff like that that's what's going to make a bourbon go from good to great for me that's that's what i'm looking for all right now what i'm looking for is a little bit more of my glass because this one's empty
1: <laughs> I'm gonna do the dude trademark and sniff it after,
0: yeah, I, I love know. that man that's I just did that yesterday yeah I was uh the empty glass, yeah, like there's something about sniffing the empty glass. I haven't talked about that in a while to be honest, but that's funny that you bring that up. I do that all the time and i and I'll take it from my like couch you know into the at the end of the night into the the kitchen to put in with the dishes and stuff and and i'll I'll usually just steal a little sniff. I a I, little cinnamon. Yeah. It's interesting what it reveals, too, because you always get the oak. Yeah. The oak always becomes really evident on, on the glass after it's empty. But, yeah, like you'll catch some notes sometimes that you didn't get when you sniffed it, you know, originally um, when it was filled with liquid. But I, I still do that to this day. That's
1: funny that you say that. If I wake up the next morning and I have my glasses there, I'll sniff it the next morning.
0: That's I think that's even better, honestly, because it's had a chance to air out and it has some... I don't know. Get, get some new properties, but it's it, the oak will always be there. That's what I love about that. All right, let's do the uh, let's do the Sinatra select. So this is a ninety proofer. So uh, this is a one liter bottle. That's what's cool to me. That's really
1: cool. Made the way back in the sixties and fifties. Yeah, and
0: it's got uh, it's got the little hat, the top hat, or whatever you want to call it, a fedora or whatever. Uh, his, you know, signature sitting on the. There's a sticker of that at the top of the bottle.
1: I should have brought it in the box. There's a little booklet that you get with it that talks about the history of Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? With Jack Daniels, yeah.
0: Um, it's a cool bottle. I mean, it's it's reminiscent of their regular bottle its shape and and stuff. It's got the embossing and and things on it, um, but it's just got a nice little Sinatra Select part to it. Looks really good. I'm actually pretty excited about that. So let's uh let's start getting into this one and nosing it. We've already lost Tyler to the internet, so uh,
1: No, we're good.
0: Oh man, that nose. Isn't it different? It is. It's almost like bubblegum. Ooh. Tyler or Brett wouldn't like that. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's a good thing he's not here, I guess. Yeah. You get bubblegum?
1: I chewed a lot of bubblelicious as a kid.
0: But I mean, are you getting that? I didn't see that. It's like the powdered sugar, like, when you open up the package of, like, the tops, you know, yeah. uh, baseball cards. That's what I'm getting, is that.
2: It's like the um, Big yeah. League Chew.
0: Yeah, that too. It's almost like the. It's just bubble gum, but. The gum, no, but the gum with, like, the powdered sugar. Yeah. Not just regular bubble gum, yeah. but bubble gum, like, it has the powdered sugar with it.
1: I get a more pronounced banana with this, too, than with their. I
0: am getting banana underneath that. I was about to say that. There's definitely, and that, and, and it's funny, the more and more I. I the bubblegum flavor is now for me becoming banana. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Cuz like it when I originally did it it was it was like pure bubblegum right on the nose, but the more and more I nose it, it's becoming banana. And that to me because Old Forester, Jack Daniel's, you know, they're all sharing that same you know, mash bill basically. Man. All right, I'm going to dive into this. What did you get on the nose, Mr. Internet?
2: I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, I'm not picking up too much more. I get a little bit of cherry sweetness, but... And more medicinal cherry. Mm.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm going in. I definitely get um, the dusty... Like look, a, it's very woody I was going to say nut like a peanut dust uh, dusty yeah. kind of uh, taste to it all the other flavors that we got on the nose are there but they're a little more muted than yeah. the nose um, and I'm
2: uh, we're probably doing this a little bit of disservice by having yeah, 130 sure. proof and then going down 40 proof and but you know like, what hmm.
0: Greg Metz what's he do when he tastes his, his whiskey yep. he yeah. puts it down to 40 proof yep. and uh, or, but does uh, he
1: start with 140 or proof or not 40 not, <laughs> or 130 proof The rumor is five to seven years on this, too.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you, this is, um, the nose on this is just phenomenal. And this is something that. It's got some
2: good lingering flavor, too. Yeah. I
0: was going to say, this is something I feel like I could sip on for an evening.
1: It's got a touch of, like, a dusty note in there. Yeah, for sure.
0: Like an old funk, kind of. Mouthfeel's mouth feels not too thin. It's got a little bit of oiliness to it. Um, Decent legs, and I'll tell you, it. So it had um, the mouthfeel on the first one we did that that barrel that barrel pick the, the single barrel that was that was ridiculous. But it's also barrel proof. They're not watering it down. Um, the mouthfeel on that one was phenomenal. This one is actually for a ninety proof because you know they've probably watered it down a little bit. It's not too bad.
1: Are these uncut, unfiltered?
0: I don't know about that. It's, uh, it's a Lincoln County process, so it's not unfiltered, it would be. But that's before they put it into the barrel. The Lincoln County process, if, if you don't know about the Lincoln County process. It's the distillate, right? So, what? yeah, what they do is they, before they put it into the barrel, they run it through the carbon, uh, whatever you call it, uh, charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, Mellowing. Yeah, and so, and and a lot of people will say that's why it's not bourbon, but that is, completely false it is bourbon if they want it to be bourbon they just choose it to not be called bourbon and the reason that it's not additive it's actually the the charcoal mellowing or the you know Row does the same thing with their ezra brooks it even says it right on the bottle uh, charcoal mellowed because that's a that's that's a subtractive uh not an additive so you're, you're allowed to do something that's subtractive to bourbon. You just can't do something that's additive. And so what it does is it pulls out some of those impurities. It pulls out some of those you know, other things to let the other flavors come through. It's not adding flavor to it. It's subtracting flavor out of it. And it's pulling out those impurities. So that's why it could, if they wanted to be, still considered bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not an argument. If you, feel the, if you feel that's incorrect, then you're just wrong. The, the master distillers of Jack Daniels even say, they say, they've been on record plenty of times that they're bourbon. They just choose to be called Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. They, they created their own subcategory and that's fine. It's distinguishing. Yeah, it's whatever. distinguishing. It's a, you know, it's a, they want to be called Tennessee whiskey and they want to call, you know, reference to the state that they're from and all that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have no problem with that.
1: So are there other companies in Tennessee that use that Lincoln County process that call it Tennessee whiskey?
0: Yeah. Almost all of them. Okay, To be called Tennessee whiskey, you have to use the Lincoln County process. You cannot be a uh, Tennessee whiskey without the the Lincoln County process. So um, uncle nearest that's Lincoln Mm -hmm. County process, uh, I I think anything that says Tennessee whiskey, to be honest, it's all Lincoln County process. So anything that says that is, uh, using that process.
1: Didn't nearest, uh, derive from Jack Daniels though.
0: Yeah. So, so the, if you, and, and here's a great resource, if you go to the uncle nearest website, they have a great story. Um, it's narrated and, and told by one of my favorite actors from the West world, West world show. Of, shut up from the West world <laughs> show on HBO. And, uh, he goes through tells the story of uncle nearest and how he was uh and you're asking me this and i think his name was nathan i i, I could be completely wrong cuz i have nathan for at, you shut up anyway it's like nathan i've never
2: seen this show
0: it's like nathan no. oh my god have he, you ever
2: seen nathan for you
0: no oh god <laughs> can you hijack anything else no anyway so basically the story is that uh jack daniel's the original distiller was a black man uh, who I think was referred to as Uncle Nearest. And I'm probably doing this a disservice because I ha- I don't have this in front of me. Uh, I was not prepared to talk about this, which I probably should have been because we are doing Jack Daniels. But anyway, at some point, um, he was the master distiller. He was trusted by Jack Daniels to do the distilling, to help out with all of that stuff. And, and I believe he might have mm-hmm. even been the one that came up with the Linking High process. So... Um, and like, there were some, there were some, uh, you know, uh, historical people in his family that I think started that, that process and then brought it to Jack Daniels basically when he came. And, um, so yeah, I mean, look up the uncle nearest story. It's, it's a great read. You can find it on Google, I'm sure. But if you go to the uncle nearest distillery website, they have a good narrated, you know, produced version of that story. It's it's nice and it's uh, it's informative and it's it's really good. I want to say Nathan Green, but I went to I went to school with a Nathan Green, so that might not be right. But I think it is Nathan Green. And Uncle Nearest, I believe, was his nickname. I could be wrong. It's very interesting, but. Yeah, I, I'd, uh, I might look it up here in a second before we finish this. Who knows? But, uh, all right, do you guys uh, take another drink of this real quick and then nose it afterwards. Tell me your final thoughts on this uh, Sinatra Select.
2: We, all, we, have, we have some stories to tell, too, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's what we're getting ready to tell next. So I'm going to start. We're going to make this a short stories episode.
2: My favorite. So
0: if you've been tuning in and you've been hearing some of our short uh, stories, this is going to be an episode where we talk about some short stories. So uh, I'm going to start with mine. Tyler, you've got one that you've been dying to tell all day. Yeah. And then it sounds like, J.D., you've got one as well. So we're going to have a triple short story here. Um, uh, ooh, triple shart. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> so I didn't quite have a short incident, but I was, I was very close. So my wife and I went to... Uh, we went to uh, First Watch, and uh, that's a local brunchy-type lunch place around here. And uh, so we went there, and then afterwards, you guys, if you've been following, I've been getting some remodeling done in the house. I had to pick up some stuff at Lowe's for the contractor. And um, we were uh, on, our, on our mission in Lowe's trina's taking forever to make her decision and i get the liquefying gurgle it's basically like the 10 minute you know warning like you better find a bathroom soon so i just i felt the gurgle just go all the way from my um from my intestines all the way up into my stomach and it's just like oh shit um and i knew that it was on I, i was like i was on the clock Trina's sitting there dilly-dallying, taking her time, trying to make a decision. And I'm just like, and I'm standing over like in the middle of the aisle and I'm leaning on something. And she looks over at me. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing everything I can right now, not to shit my pants. <laughs> and she goes, Oh God. And she goes, um, uh, She goes, Oh God. Uh, And so she finally made her decision. Maybe I should do that every time she's taking her time at the store. I don't know. But uh, she finally makes her decision. We go up to the, to the uh, uh, register and the lady at the register decides that it's time to get to know her customers and wants to ask every question. And I'm just like, this is not the time for this (laughs) nonsense. So I'm like short answers. Yes, no, yes, no. Uh, Nice to meet you. You know, (laughs) And we're out the door. I'm walking like I'm trying to carry a Pringle between my butt cheeks without breaking it. Yeah. I am, you know, very, very
2: tight. And it's not a far drive, but no, there's so many lights. But there's so
0: many lights. It's a ten minute drive, even though it's yeah. maybe two miles away. Yeah. It's a ten minute drive from Lowe's to my house. And so we get in the car. The first contraction hits. And if you've ever had this in the car and you don't, you're not going to shit your pants in the car if you can help it. Right. And you're and especially and you're in your car. You don't want to shit your pants. So you're basically standing up in the car. Your butt's not actually touching the, the leather because you are clenching. You're putting all the force into your feet and you're holding to that steering wheel. And I'm sweating.
1: I'm having P- PTSD. I'm sweating.
0: <laughs> and so false alarm I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be a good trip. I hit all the green lights for the first half of the way. Yeah. And so my mind starts to relax. I'm starting to think, okay, everything's, everything's going my way, all right? So this is going to be fine. I'm going to get home. It's okay. Second half of the drive, I hit every light. And then we get to the roundabouts. There's like four of them between between Lowe's and my house. And we get to the roundabouts. And holy shit if you wanted to pick a day where someone didn't know what the fuck they were doing in a roundabout, this was the day I had people yielding in the roundabout to the people waiting outside of the round. I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I, I actually honk my, I'm not a horn honker. I'm not. My wife will reach across the car and honk the horn for me when she gets upset with someone. I am not a horn honker. I just don't do it. I'm just, I'm pretty patient for the most part. Uh, I do get the very, very, very minimal road rage. This is one of those times, and it went through the roof. I was, I was honking the horn. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and like, I'm I'm fighting a losing battle at this point. <laughs> like, honest to God, it's 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 on the edge. It was all liquid, so there was no turtle poking its head out. There was no touching cotton. It was if it was out, it was out. It was going to be in my seat. So I'm doing everything I can. Um, if you ever wear a whoop it measures your strain throughout the day. My strain went from like a, a 10 to like a 15 after this drive home. I get into the, to the house, we pull into the garage and my, my pain just went away. I was like, Oh my God. Whew, yeah, I made it. So, but then if you've ever had one of these situations, there's this false sense of like, you're almost there and your body just starts to relax. Right. So I, I get to the house, I open the door. And, and so right now there that day, there was no door on our, on our bathroom because they were changing out the doors and it was the weekend. So there was no door from Friday all the way to Sunday. There's a door there now, but there's no hardware. So you can see through the door, but the doorknob hole, right? Cause there's no doorknob. But anyway, I get in the house, I'm like, Trina, I'm going upstairs because there's no door on the downstairs bathroom. I'm not shitting open air. I'm just not doing it. I'm not shitting alfresca. (laughs)
2: It's
0: not happening. So, because I didn't know if my son and his girlfriend were there or they had friends over for the weekend. So I don't know if they were there. Like, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, I'm going upstairs. So as soon as I get in the door, I go up two steps and it hits me and I fall to my knees and I'm like, oh God, (laughs) I'm sitting there like on my knees. (laughs) two or three steps up and my, my wife hadn't come in yet. She, and so I'm sitting there like everything in my body is clenched right now. Everything. She comes in the door and and she just starts laughing and I'm like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Don't laugh. And I'm like doing everything I can not to shit my pants. I'm like, Oh my God, Trini, you're going to have to take me outside because I'm going to shit in this downstairs bathroom door or not i'm shitting in the downstairs bathroom because i'm not making it up the stairs and i'm like everything in my body's (laughs) tense right now i'm like oh my god fight this thing back up into the intestines fight it back up and so it finally dissipates i start undoing my belt while i'm in this position and then i get off the stairs go into the bathroom which is like maybe 10 feet away yeah and as soon as i sit down i am jackson pollock all over that toilet like Honest to God, if there was a way to sell that, it, I mean, it probably could have sold some for some big bucks.
1: Yeah, you were Harry from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah,
0: it wasn't quite the Turbo Lax, but it was a it was a pure Jackson Pollock. That's fucking good. It was it was disgusting, and and I'm not gonna kid here because the door was open, and it, I ruined the house for probably an hour. <laughs> there was no door to hold it in, and so the fan was getting some of it, but it just I ruined the house. We had to take the dog for a walk. We came back in, and it was like, so oh, oh, it was disgusting. Yeah. All right. That was <laughs> my one. story. Good one. <laughs> so, nice. Tyler, you've been oh. chomping at the bit to tell the story. <laughs> um,
2: so, it's it's not necessarily a sharp, but my worst nightmare as a parent happened.
0: Mine wasn't a sharp either.
2: Um, so, I take Carter to swim lessons <laughs> i take carter to swim please
0: lessons. tell me there's a brown cloud in the water around carter please so tell
2: me. so i take them and <laughs> swim lessons are 30 minutes and this is not like a how old's carter now two and a half
1: okay
0: so he's um, still wearing swimmies and oh, stuff yeah, okay yeah
2: and so he, um And he has a disposable swim diaper. Yeah. And then a reusable swim diaper that goes over that. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, And then his swim shorts that go over that. Um, And classes are 30 minutes long. Um, He's doing good. And and mind you, it's not like, you know, there's some odd off places that do swim. But this is a a swim school. Yeah. Where it's located. Yeah. And outside of the pool is just all glass with like parents and kids and everything waiting and then the next group waiting as well um and so we're towards the end right and I'm like there's something where I'm kind of holding Carter and I'm like that doesn't feel like his swimsuit and it was like gushy and I'm like (laughs) what is this and I kind of like turn him around or like kind of peek over and I see like a couple of like diarrhea floaties like not like hard turds like diarrhea f- floaties and I'm just like and I look to the instructor I'm like he pooped he pooped and I was like and uh and she's like Code Brown Code Brown
1: <laughs> Code Brown
2: that's that's their name for it
0: what and else would you fucking, call What well, what else yes, would you say I don't know
2: but <laughs> Code like, Brown that's code it Code Brown that's the right name and so he shit in the pool um, they had to get everyone out of the pool and basically close it. And if, we're talking about probably including some of the parents that were in there, maybe 40 people in this pool, you know, because there's
0: 12 lanes. And then Bill Murray comes in, sweeps it clean, yes. grabs it, and's like, Oh, it's no just bad. a baby Ruth.
2: Yeah, it's just so, uh, you know so they sent everyone to the showers and there's showers and like the side there's like an open air shower they sent everyone to the showers and like you know he didn't really have anything on the shower and I'm like we gotta so we grab our stuff we go into I actually went into like they have changing rooms and they have restrooms so we went into the restroom and they had a changing table and I like lay him down and everything is like soaked like everything so I'm taking everything off and like there's just like poof water like settled at the bottom so of the changing, it so Carter, Carter is like malt. laying in. Yes, did <laughs> you taste it to compare? Carter's, to the like one. laying in shit water. You know, like, and and so I get him off, and I have like I use like fucking sixty wipes to like fucking wipe him <laughs> off. And um, there's poop water like, and then I take the diaper and I'm walking over to the trash. There's poop water dripping, so I'm cleaning the fucking thing. I'm cleaning myself up. <laughs> Um, all by myself. Jillian's at home with a baby. Jillian's at home with a baby. So I'm doing this all by myself, and I'm just like, I my kid's the one that shit in the pool that closed it down. We haven't been back since and canceled our membership. You uh, did? Yeah. You canceled your membership? I haven't been back. Did I'm Jillian, like, I'm not going to be did the Did Jillian pool. make you? No, no, but I told her, I was like, well, like the next weekend when she was, Carter <laughs> was going to the pool For anyway. Um, but I'm also like, we're this fucking... Pool shitter parents, so like, and I told Jillian, I was like, I'm not, I'm not, at least for a couple of times, I'm not going back. It's you, you can take it
1: <laughs> The code and, brown led to a code red membership. Yes,
2: and and as code in brown, yes, they literally call it code brown, code brown, and they're like, and every like some of the other people are like, what, like what? And she said, like, code brown, code brown, code brown. Like she's like screaming it. <laughs> And so yeah. I feel like
0: that's something out of a movie. Yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. it. was it was
2: my worst nightmare. I was like, Carter just shit in the pool. This is happening. This is happening. <laughs> this and is then happening. we clear the pool and, and they, they have to shut it down and, and I just see the girl just fucking like uh with one of the pool like the pool cleaner. Skimmers <laughs> and mess. she's fucking trying to swipe the fucking shit out. Oh shit. And oh, but like God. I mean honestly it was just as bad in the bathroom of like Trying to clean up, like it wasn't like a turd or so in his, like he right, like right. blew it out, and now, so everything was just water poop everywhere. Water poop. There's water poop <coughs> everywhere. Let, let me ask
0: you this Does he, does he, has no idea?
2: No, no. no idea. <laughs> so he's just smiling. No, he has no idea what's going on. He's smiling, like, like, he's like oh, dad, change like, my diaper. Yeah, like, and uh, let me. <laughs> And I was just like cleaning him up, cleaning him up as much as fucking possible. Um, But, But let
0: me ask you this. So does he respond poorly to like apple juice? I, I don't know that like both Brylan and Jacob, we had to water down. We had to do half and half water and apple yeah, juice for sure. Because when he would have apple juice, he would shit up his back every time. Yeah. Oh. Within an hour of having apple juice, he would shit up his back and he wasn't allergic to apples. No. He just, we'll, we'll do that. It Cause just, there's a lot of
2: sugar in it anyway. So yeah. we'll water it down and he can't tell. Um, the only one that's nothing does that, uh, for sure. And he hasn't had like blowouts in, in a long time where it's like, on his clothes yeah. you know what I mean outside of his diaper right but, and, and I'm telling you it went through a disposable one a reusable one well I mean it's surrounded
0: he's surrounded by water so it's just gonna liquefy I mean
2: yeah what? eventually it's, it's just gonna, gonna, gonna leak make out. its way out yeah. You know, yeah unless it was like a, and even if it was like a turd turd oh that's like, funny but yes he, he shit the pool he shit in the pool and cleared it out and shut it down
0: he shut down the pool
2: yeah, yeah. And that, like fucking
0: <clears throat> that's just that's pretty damn funny
2: yeah and and so I had uh, tears I, I was <laughs>
0: I, I was I had to close my eyes. I was getting close. Yeah, that, that was I mean, fun. this is
2: I, there's so many. I shit I thought stories my story was my pretty life. good,
0: and then your story this came in and trumped f- it. That was this good. year
2: has been filled with
0: shit. Yeah, yours had you you have, had, have had some a, I've seriously. Had a year. You've had a shitty year, <laughs> <laughs> literally.
2: Um, no, but like as a parent too, you're just like this is this isn't happening. My kid just <laughs> shit the fucking pool. Like it's just my worst nightmare. Like because yeah. you're like everyone's like all the parents like cause and the one section that we're in cause there's 12 lanes and all the other ones have like um just kids in them and ours is the only one with parents in them and they're all kind of like we had to end class early. Yeah. The other ones canceled. Like they're fucking showing up and they can't go in. You know what I mean? We just ruined people's days. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we're the, we're, I was the but fucking. But
0: you've got to, as a parent, you've got to at least be. No, you, it's not like it was like. The, not the first. The senior citizens had their swimming lanes afterwards canceled. Yeah, it was all kids. Like you gotta, as, as parents, you've got to think that's going to happen from time to time. But that's still funny. Yeah, that's still funny. I remember when we were in diaper bag years for brylon we had two changes of clothes every in every in the diaper bag at all times because yeah. brylon would shit up his back yeah at, at a moment's notice and you were like fuck like yeah. we, we got burned a couple times and then we were just like all right we, we're gonna keep a couple I was at the, of clothes. i was
2: at the doctor's office with carter today halfway through i was like you shit i was like you shit yeah so we had to wait until we got all the way down through everything and out to the car and I fucking changed them in the car. Yeah. Oh fuck.
0: There's the there's the tailgate and the the trunk yeah. changing station basically. That yeah. the, those were in our cars, yeah. yeah. All right, so JD, you got a, you got a lot to live oh, up here.
1: I don't fucking top that. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so mine's about 7 years ago. I was living in Alabama. So summers are hot. Yes oh grossly about, you're
0: already talking swamp ass
1: yeah so <laughs> we're hosting the barbasol pga tour championship this yeah. is the week of a lot of work a lot of hours i think i had 89 hours that week jesus um i was one of two irrigation technicians at grand national down there and we had three 18 hole courses two eight, two 18 hole courses and then a par 3 18 hole yeah um And so the tournament's going on. We have a lot of volunteers. So there's about 40, 50 people down at our shop. And uh, every morning when we get done, because we're starting at 2.30 in the morning, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, um, they bring buffet breakfast. Oh, nice. Nice. We're going to get to this part. (laughs) Eggs, sausage, just the gambit of breakfast food. So I'm outside. Tournament's going on. Moving equipment. I'm on a tractor. And uh, I started to get cramps. Never a good sign. Yeah, all right. Got the cramps bubble gut. And there's a moment when, like, you can almost tell the difference between turtling and farting, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But
2: sometimes you're
1: almost playing Russian roulette with your underwear. Yeah. Because you're like, is this a blank or is this uh, the thing, you know? And, uh, And I'm on the tractor moving. There's a bunch of people. I'm like lean the one side a little bit and it's like that wasn't <laughs> not a fart not, not a, a fart. fart not a fart this is <laughs> code brown, code brown. <laughs> immediate, code code brown. brown. Code immediate code brown immediate code brown immediate um, code brown that and is it, i that is oh.
0: forever in my lexicon now code brown. code brown is going to be there forever
1: brown. that is great Ugh. and it's a, it's a terrible feeling cuz it's like warm
0: so that part's nice
1: I mean well it's already hot but we have uh, Cinta's uniforms that we get and so we got hangers and stuff in our shop and um, the poor soul that had to fucking pick that one (laughs) up so I parked the tractor and you don't want to be too eager to get in there you know you don't want to give it away like you know the speed walk yeah and uh, so I'm just kind of nonchalant, but you might to be too nonchalant whereby they can smell it, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, you, there's, right. a, there's a medium here, <laughs> and uh, so I, I race back into the shop and I grab a pair of my shorts off the hanger and I walk in the bathroom, look around, shut the door, and I went commando the rest of the day. I threw away yeah. the underwear, I and mean, what other options, disguised, disguised, yeah, disguised the shorts there's no other the, option in the dirty clothes pile you know you like put, grab a handful put stuff a, sta- yeah. Underneath, yeah oh yeah. yeah but i mean they're gonna know because your number's on them oh. you know <laughs> but they don't know me yeah and uh yeah that, that was a terrible day
0: uh. you, what was your number 31 Mm. so back so now what that country club now says we got a 31 (laughs) we got a 31 (laughs) we got code Code 31 (laughs) we got a code 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 brown of yours and we got a code 31 at yours so from now on hey guys we've got a 31 here in the laundry basket Uh, we got a 31 (laughs) that's that's good stuff all right so uh final thoughts frank sinatra or the sinatra select jack daniels what do you think
2: um i i enjoyed it 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 might be hard to get at $150 MSRP.
0: Yeah. I don't know that it's worth $150. Yeah. Maybe the packaging, the story behind it, all that stuff, sure. it's it's good. Um, did we do a disservice doing it after the barrel proof, maybe? Maybe. I mean, yeah, I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's just... Um,
1: I think it's very different from their yes, old number six. Yes. Yeah,
0: for sure, and that yes. for that part, I like it. Um, yeah. And I d- I did think it was good uh, for sure. Um,
2: I yeah, I would I would not steer away from it. You know, especially if you can you can try it for a good pour. Good and it, pour and price. it is
0: a leader for one hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, so you're getting an extra two hundred and fifty. So exactly. I mean, for
1: a showpiece. Yeah. the bottle the looks bottle, amazing yeah.
0: if it comes in a box like you were saying i mean that that all of that stuff plays yeah. into it for me
1: yeah.
0: mm-hmm. um hundred bucks i'd probably pull the trigger 150 i'd maybe if i just I, wanted I, I to have it in my collection when, Maybe when you know? you're
2: talking about that very unique um, proof point of being 90 like that that's a, a rarity in itself you're not yeah. going to get that so right you know
0: if you're a fan of Jack Daniels, this is definitely something I think you would want to get, and you would want to get uh, to keep it collected onto your on your shelf. It, it's a nice bottle. It sounds like it comes with a box and some information, you know, about the, the story and everything. I think all that plays into it. To me, that's more of a collector bottle as opposed to a drinkable bottle. Um, generally speaking, if it was $150, I'd expect it to be in that 12 to 15-year range, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. But it doesn't have to be. I mean, if you're making this more of a collector's thing and it's a namesake Sinatra, um, maybe it's it's a special release. Um,
1: Did they do ten, twelve years back when Sinatra was alive? There's I don't. No, I have no idea. It's more of an homage to I, what he drank, right?
0: Yeah, I have no idea. I just, I just know a lot of times that ten dollars a year yeah. mm-hmm. is a is a pretty good you know gauge um, for paying a little bit more like that. Um, but it's also an LTE, so anytime you do a limited time, you know, uh, or LTO or whatever you call it, a limited time offer, or or once a year release, or once every so often release, that commands a little extra premium yeah, too. Absolutely. So, um, you know that that's fine with me. I don't. I'm not upset about the price. I don't know that I'm going to rush out and buy one. Um, but if I have a little extra and I and I want to throw that into my collection, I'd probably grab for sure. It.
2: There's a, there's a lot of things that we've gotten that we've added to the collection it's it's a nice
0: collection but you'd never buy again.
2: I'd probably never buy again, you know, um and if yeah, it's 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 one of those.
0: Yeah, and I feel like that's what this would be. I wouldn't drink through it quickly.
2: Yes. Yeah. So it
0: would be there for a while and I'd get a lot out of it I think. I just uh, you know, so I I'd, I'd say it's a buy if you if you're a Jack Daniels fan yes. and you're a Frank Sinatra yeah. fan, I think it's a buy. Um yeah. even at that price. I wouldn't pay more than what it's asking, the yeah. the MSRP.
1: Yeah, I don't know that there's But the fact sec- that it's a full is there, leader a, Is there a secondary on it? Not really. Yeah. I mean, 200 I yeah. think it's secondary, but right now they're around right now. Sure.
0: Yeah, I mean if they're around and you can get them in Ohio, it's 150, so I Honestly, that's not too bad. I would
2: like to see how that stacks up against the was it the Luke Bryant
0: one? Eric Church. Eric Church. Church yeah. yeah. And the and what's the other one? The big one, the coy hills. That's the yeah. other uh-huh. that's the that's the big one. I'm actually I want to but that's a higher cardinal proof too.
1: sin and pair that with Coke and see how that does.
0: <laughs> Just see what it see what it tastes yeah. like. That's yeah. not a cardinal sin. Drink it. It's your bourbon your Drink way. It how that's you all like I, it. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a shit. If you're spending the money on the bourbon and you can drink, drink it, it however you go. want. If you're coming over to my house and drinking my nice bourbon, no, you're not adding it to Coke. But if you're cool. drinking your own bourbon at home, do whatever the hell you want with it. I don't care. I
1: never thought I'd come across another one, so I, I bought it, and that's my backup. That's your backup. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you've already been through a bottle then?
1: No, I still have one unopened. Oh, so you oh, have yeah. this is the
0: one to smash, and you've got, got one stashed. Got, got it. it. I like that.
1: All right. I mean, it tastes fucking good. Yeah, I like it. it. Really it's does. good. I'll have a lot of people interested in wanting to try it, and they'll, they'll be able to. Yes, that's, very that's cool.
0: good. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for joining in for this episode. We will uh, see you next week. We're actually having JD back on next week to uh, do it blind. I uh, can't wait to do that episode. That'll be a, a fun one to to go through. Uh, I love when people give us blinds, especially yeah. you know when we don't we have really no know. Idea. And it yeah, it Doesn't
2: happen often. Yeah. You want
0: so. a teaser? No, no, no. no we'll talk about it next week when we do the episode. But thanks for joining in. Uh, still send in those emails. Uh, bourbon blitz in the uh, subject line and give us a reason why you'd want to go on the bourbon trail with us. Thanks a lot. Talk to you next week.